Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. You've got one hell of a show ahead of you, but before we get into this, and it is referred to just fleetingly in the show you're about to hear, uh, Richie, you do need to explain what the hell you were doing out in the car in the middle of the night last night. Uh, we've spoken many times before about my uh, patented. Uh, system for clearing a car windscreen on a cold, frosty morning. That is to put the visors at 45 degrees on the windscreen so that the hot air will go up the windscreen and then head straight back down rather than being lost to the back of the car. Okay, so you can just get in the car in the morning, I guess, and just do that. Exactly. Uh, You could do that, uh, but obviously you've got to get out and it's cold. You still an element of sitting around and all that kind of thing. Right. So last night I went out to the car at about half past nine uh, and put the windscreen visors to 45 degrees. You actually went out and did that? I did, yeah. 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 Well, no, I mean, you you put a photograph on Instagram. I was like, what is he doing? What are you doing? Ah, for clarity... Yeah. On the app on my phone, I can set an app to tell them... I can set an app to tell the car what time I'm planning on leaving. And I, I said I'm leaving at ten past eight. What do you mean you can tell the car? I tell the car that I'm planning on leaving at ten past eight, so that means it's going to put a timer on to then start heating up the windscreen ready for my departure. Oh, my God, what, have you got, like, Night Rider? <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Is that for real? That's for real, yeah. That's why I went out and did it last night. Wow, no chamois leather and uh, back of a, of a <laughs> Costco card for you, is there? Yeah, although uh, there is there is the kick in the teeth in that it actually, it actually changed this morning and my wife did the school run. So all my hard work last night was not for my benefit. Uh, so she was just absolutely living the dream. She was indeed. She didn't, she didn't have the foresight to do that. What technology, eh? Who'd have thought it? Yeah. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Okay, P.I. Firth, tell us what's going on here. Amateur detective. Uh, I'm sure I'm not different to many other people here. Uh, I bet you like being a detective every now and then. I bet everyone listening, when they get the chance to be a detective, it's fun. Like a, like a Columbo around the house. Exactly, and I'm... On a case right now, and it's proving very, very difficult to crack. Oh, wow, okay, right. Changed broadband providers. Okay, so it's corporate crime. It's corporate crime. Uh, About a fortnight ago, so we're we're, we're two weeks into this new deal. Uh, And there's an app that comes with it that enables you to monitor all the devices that are connected to your broadband network. If this is a lead-up to somehow uh, adult materials being shown, you'll end up in the local (laughs) newspaper... It's an incredible backstory. No, it's all about boards, uh, Your Honour. What I'm trying to do is trying to label up all the devices. Now, there's a, a, a roundabout sort of like 11, 12, 13 devices active at any one time. Can on I kind of say this is such a you thing to do? Yes, I know. This it is, is yeah. incredibly you thing to do. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm aware. Did you um, did you take a break labelling them when you went out last night to turn the uh, visors in your? car to the right angle so it would be able to defrost this morning? I did go out last night and um, I'd do that around about nine o'clock. It's psychological yeah. profiling, mate, <laughs> it, but it is you. But sorry, carry on. So you're labelling the, these, these devices that are connected. I have been over a fortnight now and there's two left and I don't know what they are. And that must irk you because but essentially they're kind of siphoning off your signal. Essentially, there's two devices in the home, in the, in the home that are using my Wi-Fi. They've only been, it's only been there for two weeks. Yeah. I don't know what they are. So, and I'm like going around switching things off, switching things on, taking things out of the house, putting it at the end of the driveway, then going back and seeing whether it's still connected or not. It's, it's doing my head in. So do you think they might be like 
people nearby. Because you remember there was there's rumours of people who like rock up outside someone's house. They know they've got good broadband and steal a bit of the signal. And wasn't there like rumours about people leaving chalk signs outside for hotspots, wow. etc.? It could be that you know, or are you wow. thinking these are just like non-sentient items that are coming on and logging online? Could be that. Could be the other. Uh, could be devices that are in there that I don't even know about. It's all part of the investigation. It's uh, ongoing. If, <laughs> it's ongoing. If you are an amateur detective of sorts uh, that is on a case around your home or work or life at the moment, let us know what you're trying to crack. Richie Firth, P.O. I, sorry. <laughs> uh, Steve says, I'm trying to find where my youth went. Thanks, Thanks, Steve. Aren't we all, mate? And I don't mean you. <laughs> yeah. I mean our own ones. Good luck. I've, I've had an interesting, you should say this, because I've had like an, what I would describe as an open and shut case within the day. Oh, well, I'd love to have solved mine so quickly. Go on. So I was only investigating Columboing for a few hours, but uh, when I got back from the school run this morning, our green wheelie bin, yeah. right, you know the one that you pay every year for that the gardening stuff goes in, that was mysteriously in the middle of the pavement. That's like, weird. And I thought... Who's been mucking around with our bin? Yeah. Are they trying to block a parking space in? Are they, are they trying to send a message or something like that? I couldn't work out what it was. And it was only when I went to put it back, having leaving for work just before lunchtime, I realised the bin guys had been and they'd just emptied it. <laughs> But there was now in there, so I don't know what they were doing. Shouldn't really have been a case in the first place, should it? It was just a minor misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, this text says, Hi guys, I spent last winter playing detective to work out what my ex was up to. His name was Adam. Case closed. Better be anonymous on this one. Love the show. Wow. So much to unpack there. Yes. I mean, was her ex up to Adam, or is Adam her ex? <laughs> We don't know. A lot more going on than my IP address, isn't there? It is, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Colin reckons he's got the idea. What's going on, Colin? Well, the uh, soundbar that's connected to the TV or audio, if you've got a, uh, a separate uncabled woofer, then that could be running off the, <laughs> running off the Wi-Fi. Right. I've got five big woofers at home. Uh, I heard that rumour. Three dashings, a golden retriever. <laughs> hey, hey, he's done that one before. <laughs> have you considered that your other half might have a secret device she's keeping from you? Oh, my word, that's, well, just that's a, a gear change. Bit of a turn from the woofer, isn't it? Well, a secret device, you mean uh, like a burner phone, one of those tiny little phones you smuggle in and out of prison? Oh, yeah, for accessing her own bank accounts. I'm, I'm sure there's nothing else going on. There's nothing to worry about. Colin, this has taken quite a turn very quickly here because, you know, most of the time it is myself, my wife and our five-year-old at, uh, at home and... Um... Natalie does describe your room sometimes as D-wing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll check the soundbar first, Colin. Yes, I'd do that and then if it's not that, then I'd start worrying. Wow. Dave says, uh, now then, uh, do you have any wireless smoke alarms in your house? Because they work off your wireless system. I didn't even know smoke alarms could be smart like that. Do have smoke alarms. Every house should have smoke alarms, but uh, I don't think they're connected to the Wi-Fi, these particular ones. Why, why would a smoke alarm be having a go on the Wi-Fi? Yeah, all it needs to do is just listen out for smoke. Stay in your lane, smoke alarms. Actually, right? not listen it, smell it. Bit of both. <laughs> or, or, or get fooled by spiders. <laughs> All that tech, and then you get fooled by a flipping spider. Now, look, this isn't all just about Wi-Fi, all right? And you trying to fix my problems. I want to hear about the little missions that you're on. Shona, tell us. I have a little, or I had, a little plastic greenhouse in my back garden just for growing cucumbers. And I came out, um, two weeks ago, I went to the back garden and it disappeared. Wow, so completely gone? What what do you think it was that did it? It was the high winds from one of the storms. Storm Hank. It was Hank's fault. Yeah. I would imagine so. 
practically all my neighbours expecting to be in one of their gardens. But nope, it's completely disappeared. How many neighbours down did you go? Because I think you'd be surprised how far a greenhouse can fly. Have you ever seen The Wizard of Oz? Oh, yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought maybe it's ended up in Oz, because <laughs> that's the vision I had in my head. No, I've checked a good five or six neighbours in each direction. See, what you've got to do is almost do a bit of a stakeout and start watching your neighbours now, like rear window, Hitchcock's rear window, and see if any of them suddenly start to try and sneak out your greenhouse and get growing. Yeah, I have to watch to see if anybody starts growing cucumbers. <laughs> I mean, what's happened to the cucumbers? That's the most important question. Oh, well, they weren't grown at this time of year, so we're OK. Oh, lucky. Phew. I'll have to buy a new one for my cucumbers next year. Keep us updated. A, on the cucumbers, <laughs> B, on your neighbours still in your greenhouse. Uh, will do. Do you live with or have to work with a person who wears Crocs? Find it difficult to concentrate as they squeak around the house with their trotters crammed into tight rubber? Keep thinking about all the little holes? Then you could be entitled to compensation for croc-based stress leading to potential sleepless nights and reduced circumstances. Call the Hometime Croc Helpline now. Sport mode or casual mode, don't let those rubber hole deviants get you down. We spoke to Shona around about 15 minutes ago, whose greenhouse blew away in Storm Hank. It's gone. Shona, some good news we hear. A neighbour just called to say, asked me if it was me on the radio, and I said yes. And she said, sorry, I've got your greenhouse, I forgot to tell you. She's got it safely stored. stored oh. Wow, so you've got people in your area listening to this show right now where you are, yes. and, and they've, they've got in touch with you because they've heard you talk about your greenhouse, and they've got the greenhouse. Yes, they have safely stored till the spring. And what about your cucumbers? That's personal. Cucumbers will get planted in the spring. What about this? The Home Time Show, Britain's number one cold case radio show. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Our pleasure. The noise of the past. It's Bush and Ritchie's Sound of the Decades. Absolute Radio 70s. One Home Time Show, nine different playlists. You can choose the music that goes with the show in honour of that, a little competition called Sound of the Decades. We've isolated a sound effect, this time from the 1970s, and you've got to guess what it is. What is this? That's the question. Yesterday it was Dennis who guessed, uh, thinking it was a space hopper. It wasn't, means we go again. And Angie guesses today. How are you, Angie? Hello, I'm all right, thank you. Are you? We're very, very good. What have you been doing today, Angie, then? Uh, I've been at work, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been interesting, I know. Have you been in the office or have you been working from home in your trekkie yeah, bottoms? No I'm, I'm, no, I'm back in the office. been back in the office for about a year now. What does Angie do, Richie, just from her voice? Oh, man. OK, so she did work at home, but now she's in the office. I th- Oh, this is a tricky one. I think Anna- Angie works in the travel industry. Travel industry, Angie? No, unfortunately not. OK, I think Angie is something to do with the world of medicine. Not that either, I'm afraid. What do you do, I Angie? Blinds. I sell blinds. <laughs> no one saw that one coming. <laughs> no, because they had the blinds shut. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Angie, what is your absolute radio station of choice when you listen? Uh, probably the main station, but I'm a big fan of the 80s as well. So oh, I she dabbles. So this yeah, is ni- 1970s. A You're a dabbler. <laughs> Uh, 1970s, obviously, the sound effect is from. What were you doing in the 70s overall? Uh, I was a child, and I think I had one of these things at home, if I remember Ooh. right. Well, let's, let's move straight and cut to the chase. <laughs> Angie, for the signed Absolute Radio mug and Bounty Bar, what's the sound of the decade? I think it's a soda stream. Let's have a listen. I think if your soda stream was making that kind of noise, I don't know what you've been drinking. I'd get it serviced, but let's... We might be wrong. Let's have a listen. 
your loser. And you have lost. (laughs) Sorry, Angie, we're all thirsty. One final question. Yeah. Venetian or Roman? Uh, Raymond, all the time. Roman, every single... I was going to say plantation. I love a plantation blind. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah plantation, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, go, go Raymond. We could have, we could have blinds night. <laughs> yes. One one evening on home time, six pm. Hour, totally dedicated to chat about blinds with guest presenter Angie. I'm but free, yeah, I'm free. Angie is available. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Lovely to speak to you. It means we've got another rollover on Sound of the Decades. We add another confectionery bar that we don't know yet because we have to send our producer to the corner shop to get it, <laughs> but it will be available tomorrow. The Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. If you're Pi Firth. Just call me Sherpa Bush. Oh, I like that. Andy Hillary or something. Does that work? Uh, Andy Hillary will be good because he was Edmund. That's, there you go. Because earlier on today, I scaled, I conquered Jelly Mountain, uh, the giant inflatable uh, mountain at the South End Soft Play Kids Kingdom that I, on previous attempts, had not managed to get up to the top of. May I be the first to say, well done, and I'm proud of you. Thank well you. Well done. Well done. I, I feel very proud of myself. It, it nearly went south, though, because obviously I went there earlier on, went first thing with, with uh, Stella, our two-year-old. She was just like my kind of way of getting in. She was my ticket to the mountain. Um, but, I, I mean, I've tried it three or four times before, couldn't get to the top of it. Today I went in... And I'm not joking, you four times tried to climb up there and just slid back down again. Very wow, embarrassing. humiliating. Stella sat on the floor looking at me like, what the hell's going on? And I'm going to be honest with you, I, in the end, what, what did it? And I know you guys have been very good with your advice this week about how I can get extra grip and traction and even physiotherapists phoned in yesterday with a technique. Um, I just took my shoes and socks off. That is so grim. I was barefoot going up there. Katie, my other half, has messaged me because I put a video of it up on uh, Instagram and she says, I don't think you're supposed to go barefoot at a soft play. You're not meant to go barefoot. But I was the first one in there. They'd already disinfected everything, so I was good to go. Yeah, good for you. What about everyone else that's coming in later? Athletes' foot, Veruca's, all that kind of thing. That is just... You could have that on a child's face. Uh, Veruca's are not a thing anymore. Veruca's stopped happening in the 1980s. If Veruca's were still a thing, they'd still have them little cold bits of water you've got to walk through to go in the swimming pool. Veru- Where have they all gone? Veruca's are definitely still a thing. <laughs> I don't think they are. Yes, they are. When was the last time you saw a Veruca? Well, I don't know. Last time since I had one. It's gone with spontaneous human combustion. It's They're gone. It's something from the 80s. I used to have to talc my foot up and put it in a Veruca sock. I know it used to be a nightmare back in the olden days, but nowadays, I don't know, science has developed and the Veruca is a thing of the past. I still think it's <laughs> so grim that you've done that. That is disgusting. Either way, like, either way, I got to the top of the mountain. Well done. I got to the top of the mountain. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Can I just say, though, the bloke who got in touch and said that I had feet like his dead nan, right? That is the most mean comment anyone has ever said to me, and you know who you are. I've got nice feet. This is the Daily Takeaway. There's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'm still absolutely obsessed with Richie's Knight Rider kit car from earlier on that can he can send it a message off of his phone. Hold on a minute. Send you, a me- you send a message to your car. Yeah. And then you can tell it what time you're going to get in it. Yeah. And it will warm itself up. Yeah. It's not one of the things that's secretly logging onto your Wi-Fi, is it? No, it's You're, not, because obviously... It's the tech level to do it. <laughs> no, that, that's true. It's not that, uh, because obviously the message comes from my phone, which is already on the Wi-Fi. The car isn't connected I know, but this it. is a car that clearly, you know, is, is like someone out of Terminator 2. The downside to it is, is that sometimes I'll look at the app to see where the car is. I could look at it right now, right? And the downside is, every now and then I'll look and see that it's been left unlocked by my wife. Oh, you can see whether it's locked or not as yeah. well? Yeah. Now, thankfully right now... 
seat padlocked on, so she has actually locked the car. Wow. But it really irritates me if I see that it's unlocked. I feel like sometimes, because you're a man that embraces technology, I feel like sometimes it's not necessarily helpful. Yeah, it's not, because look, washer fluid level low, multiple services needed. See, I mean, if I get some of these signs come up on the dashboard, I can just ignore them <laughs> until the next time I get in.